0: Yes, hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket proudly brought to you by Sportsbet Round 20. and We have a nice new set to kick off what should be a fantastic round of footy, starting with the biggest game of the season. I'm Jay Clark. I'd like to introduce uh, the man who just bumped into Nick Dacos in Melbourne CBD, uh, Steve Johnson. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you, Jay. Yeah, it was good to see Nick Dacos and he knew who I was and um, he'll have a fresh trim for Friday night footy. He was just Visiting uh, Joey Scanditzo down there on uh, Turak Road. <laughs> oh, that's Very nice. good
0: to know. And uh, this man played for two clubs, kicked uh, 200 goals, two-time
2: All Australian. Uh, hello to you, Nathan Brown. How good is this set? So it's yeah. a brand new set. Looks great. So we were asked to bring in some memorabilia. Me yeah. and Stevie, we, we didn't. So us. we figured that we people know who we are. But you, yeah. you brought in your own memorabilia. <laughs> so you brought in a photo of you and some bloke there. Yes. You over the back boxing. Yes. Who's this guy here? Uh, who have you brought
0: in? That's my mate there, Ben Hogan.
2: Uh, Hogsy. Oz uh, volunteer of the year for Victoria. Well, there's something to hang your hat on. And Have you got a good story about him?
0: Well, when Darren Lehman made a ton. Oh, Buff um, Oh, Buff Lehman in the West Indies one year. He was such a Buff Lehman fan. He said to his mates, if Buff makes a ton today, I'm going to run out to the middle and shake his hand. And they go, yeah, right I bet. And he did. Um, so there's a famous photo of Buff Lehman shaking Ben I Obed remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he offered him a swig of his beer. Buff says, oh, I'm actually alright. Thanks, mate. But you better get off the ground because the big fellas are coming here. for you. And I believe he made it to the other side of the fence and um, and got away. So. Not to
2: encourage that sort of stuff this weekend yes. when you go into the football, it's yes. off, off, off the table, but for that man in the West Indies, it yes. seemed to work out for him.
0: It is. Hey, um, did you're a big golf uh,
1: fan, Brand? No, I'm not. J. Oh, ben, ben, ben Hogan won nine majors. Yeah, different one. A different Ben Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Um, good at golf, though.
0: Hey, did you notice um, the Open winner last week and any sort of distinct similarity? <laughs> That's Brian Harmon lifting the trophy. Who that, does he look like? Who does he remind you of? Uh, oh, he's a dead the, um, ringer for
1: Ricky Ponting, yeah, isn't he? he? That was unbelievable watching especially
0: him. Especially if we had a phone.
2: Ricky Ponting with a beard.
0: <laughs> how, how I thought, like, they must be separated at birth or something like yeah. that. So we thought, right, if we got some doppelgangers or who are... Um, we liken to, and um, I he, think...
2: You're really excited about this.
0: Well, our producer said that um, this might... That's me, obviously, and um, uh, Jack said, I think it looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. I no, thought no, no, oh, that's I, your I, suggestion. No, 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 that's Come your on,
2: suggestion. Jay, you can't come <laughs> up with that yourself. I've got proof on my phone that you said, I think mine is Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> no, which yeah. is rating yourself way too much. Oh, I didn't say like that. Like, you're trying to bat at Don Bradman there, and you're not Don Bradman that when you come producer. to batting. So I, I've, I've got a couple for you. You're so good. I feel like the first one, is the great Fremantle docker and North Melbourne player Peter Bell. (laughs) Now, they're dead ringers for me. How good's that one? That's that's pretty good, no. And I know that that you get mistaken for the great triple M statistician Ash Chua a fair bit. So a lot of people ask you, are
0: you Ash Chua? Yeah, there's a trend here somewhere. Um, But I do, so i walked out of the footy and people have said, hey Ash, love your stats, love your stats. And like, my name's Jay. But anyway, so I, I put this out to the group, the WhatsApp group. I said, right, Brownie, who do you think you look like? And you come up with this suggestion is you looking magnificent of course and you said you look like Daniel Craig which is the worst
2: That's
0: look i oh look that, like, ever honestly James Bond um, and of course there's another one uh, <laughs> Human Ken though. No. Now um human Ken's
2: said <laughs> well, a real person. <laughs>
0: your okay. forehead, right, is yeah. actually harder and shinier than uh, human ken's. Yours looks like a marble bench top. Now Stevie, right, you were tricky. You were tricky, right? So there's <laughs> the magnificent scene. Yeah, You've lost 20 kilos. Now, <laughs> Scotty Can of course, That's good for you. Yes,
1: yeah, I like that. Is he a movie star? Yes. So, so you're saying I've got movie does, star? Look, he does yes. Hawaii
2: 5-0. He's in a yeah. great show called Hawaii 5. He's old man's James Can. Yeah. The old man's a great actor. But I think this
0: is even better. Now, if you're familiar with the Mad <laughs> Magazine,
1: that's Alfred <laughs> e Newman. That's <laughs>
2: not bad, that. Remember, we used to do the, the, pretty good. the it's front page. That's better than the suggestion you sent through to the wrong group, but we won't talk about that.
0: Anyway, that's Um, It is time to talk some serious football on Are You Sure? Right, Steve, I'm going to start with you. Are you sure Andrew McQualter is a lock for the Richmond job if they beat Melbourne this week?
1: I don't think he's a lock just yet, but he's giving himself every chance. I think um, the players love him. Uh, They're in great form. So um, he's definitely a big chance to to land the job. Do they look outside? I wouldn't want to be a, a coach, an assistant coach, going for the job like an Adam Uso when it looks like McQuilter's sitting uh, front and centre. Yeah,
0: big game for the Tigers. Now, Nathan Brown, are you sure the Blues should consider trading Harry Mackay?
2: No, I don't get this. I don't think so at all. Harry, yeah. So many premiership sides in recent uh, times have had the two-pronged forward yep. attack and I think he is a, a big part of it. I don't understand why you want to get rid of him because you don't have to replace him with somebody. Yep. You know, I heard uh, Jimmy Bartell uh, mm-hmm. put out a good thing about it, the fact that you have to replace him. You're going to try and get somebody. Yep. You've already got in there. Yep. Clubs are dying for a player like Harry and it's not as if he had a bad year. He's just missed a lot of goals, so that is easy to fix up. I'm with you, Brownie. Hey, Stevie J,
0: are you sure your great mate Lance Franklin should play on in 2024?
1: No, I don't think he should. I think uh, this will be the end uh, for Lance. I think um, maybe he's put it out there a little bit so that he can sort of get away from the media attention in terms of, is this going to be his last year? Is this going to be his last year? Just to leave that sort of... um, Everyone a little bit unaware of what's going to happen, but I think it'll definitely be last season. I agree, Stevie. Uh, Brownie, are
0: you sure, Mason Redmond's uh, race on this week, are you sure Essendon has a better list, list, list than the Crows? You know
2: when you ask me this question, I look through their list and I've got them very much even. Yes. Oh, I don't want to sit on the fence, but when you look through it, They've got issues in their back end, each of them. They've got good midfields and their forward line is pretty handy. can kick goals. So I'm going to give the tip just to Essendon because I think in the ruck department with Draper, oh, look, it's very close, but uh, even. A little bit set on the fence. Mm. Hey, Stevie J, are you
0: sure (laughs) James Sicily will be All-Australian this year? Surely. Uh, I'm not 100
1: percent sure on that oh. either I think he's missed about five or six games of footy this year that that doesn't mean he uh, shouldn't be in consideration but I think there's other position. there's other players that have had very good seasons Sam Taylor's another one that's missed some footy yep. that um, it's going to be in that conversation I think ballard up at the Gold Coast um, deserves to probably be in the mix as well so um, it'll be tough at the selection committee uh, come the end of the season Sicily
0: has to be in there Brown are you sure? The Swans should give up a top 10 pick for West Coast, Tommy Barras.
2: No, I oh. don't think so. Uh, 28 now, mm-hmm. Tom Barras. It's, it's old to give up a he's top a 10 pick for.
0: It's exactly what the Swans need. Is he a gun?
2: Yes. I think he's a very good player, but is he a gun? Is he a Darcy Moore? Is he a, uh, a Sam Taylor? Is he one of these types who are guns? Yes. They are genuine guns. Tom Barras a very good player, mm. but is he a gun?
0: Interesting. Stevie J, are you sure Taron Thomas has turned his career around at North Melbourne?
1: Uh, it looks like his footy's uh, doing some pretty good talking for him. but um, And he looked like one of the classiest players on the ground on the weekend yeah. the last couple of weeks. So going very well, but needs to sustain it. Okay, uh, Brownie, last one. Are you sure it takes longer to recover at games at Marvel
0: Stadium? Is the surface that much harder?
2: Absolutely. That's a fact. So when you build something with only six inches of dirt on a car park, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot harder and it takes it out of you. You're right. Uh, well, that has been Are You Sure. <laughs>
0: Going to be a full house at the MCG. Is it the game of the season? Can't wait for it, Collingwood versus Carlton. A couple of question marks over the Blues prime movers, though, Stevie J, to give them any chance of notching an upset.
1: Not without those guys being fully fit and firing. So Walsh goes out with a hamstring, Cripps has had some injury, Cloud, Chera, and also Salvani. So yep. if those guys are only at 90% and they're put, put on the park against a team that is a juggernaut in Collingwood at the moment, that I think is going to go to another level when the pressure. Keeps coming, and the, the crowd yep. and the atmosphere big is there. Stakes. I think, yeah, on the big stage, these Collingwood players can go to another level, and that's what I expect um, leading into a, so a, a bit, bit of final a reality series. check for the Blues. A, a reality check, and, and they've been terrific, um, and don't mean to um, disappoint the the yep. Carlton the Carlton supporters. We'll have to see what happens, but I think that um, they're just a class above Collingwood at the moment, and Carlton mm. will get a reality check. Charlie Kern had a great game last week. His game is important
2: because yep. he's going to get a ski rope from Darcy Moore. So you know he gets an opportunity. So the big thing is, Charlie Kernow, can he bring other players into the game? How does he use that space that he's going to be afforded by Darcy Moore? you yep. got to play a smart game and yep. try and bring other players. He might get a fair bit of football around the 50 to 60 metre mark. So what his next kick is, is really important. Craig McCrae, when he took over, said you have to beat Collingwood and beat us for 120 minutes. You have to run 120 minutes and not many clubs have been able to do it. Port couldn't do it last week. So I don't think Carlton can do it. I don't think they can put pressure on for 120 minutes and stop what you call is a juggernaut. Yeah, a huge night for Kerno. you're right. Are they gonna get the supply forward? I'm not sure. Huge night for Tom DeConing. Talk about him,
0: the contract value, how much is he worth, been pumping him up a lot. Without Harry Mackay, it's a huge opportunity for him. Is he the bacon
1: or the egg? We'll have to wait and see, Jake. I
0: like what you did there, Stevie. Speaking of uh, Brandy's controversial new segment, the bacon or the egg, that's coming up next on In The Back Pocket. Yes, welcome back to In The Back Pocket, it's time for The Bacon or The Egg. Well,
2: I don't understand why I need to explain how this works again, but apparently I've been asked. Stevie still doesn't, we've been doing it for
0: five weeks, Stevie still doesn't understand Shut up.
2: In a plate of bacon and eggs, the bacon is committed. So it is committed to the cause, the pig has died for its sins, (laughs) and it is part of the bacon and eggs. Mm. The egg? Sort of a little bit toe-in, toe-in the water. <laughs> like, I might be okay, I might not be. Not my day-to-day. Okay. Or I'm all in if everything's going yeah. well.
1: Does I'll that like explain it, it well? Probably... Made it more confusing? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I understand it. So
0: I'll go first. My bacon, and this is a man who's flying uh, terribly under the radar, should be getting so much more attention, is the Western Bulldogs' Ed Richards. <clears throat> this guy's averaging 20 possessions on a halfback flank, pushing up to the wing uh, for Luke Beveridge. And his man, he's not an outside player. He can go both ways, inside and outside. Good bacon. Very committed. Ed Richards, no one's talking about him, but we will... Um, Running him up the flagpole. Now, my egg. Now, that's Lockie O'Brien. So he was um, become a mainstay of the Carlton midfield last year, played 19 games. Yeah. This year, out of favour in Michael Voss's unit, uh, played only six games, haven't seen him in a while. Talking a lot about Paddy Dow. what about the future of this man? I think he may need a fresh start, Lockie O'Brien.
2: Yeah, so I don't mind that. So last week... I had John Newcomb, who was the bacon, yep. and I had Chad Wingard, who was the just a toe-in, sometimes unbelievable player. Chad yep. Wingard at halftime, he had 16 and two, and he was the best yes. man on the ground. Yep, yep. So he was clearly the bacon in the first half. He'd watched half. the
1: show and got some motivation. Yes. But in
2: the second half, he only had one touch. He went back mm. into his shell. <laughs> you <know that> one? <laughs> hey? yeah. Come on, Chad, you <laughs> got to live. So this week, the bacon for me, yep. is, and it is around <laughs> the two expansion clubs who play each other uh, last week. So the Giants for me are oh, the I'd bacon. Say bacon. They are the bacon under Adam Kingsley. Their back line at the mm. moment is just about the best in the competition. They've won six games in a row. They're hard to score against. Mm-hmm. And the egg, they have been the egg ever since they came into the competition, is the Gold Coast Suns. Yep. So when everything's good, when everything's flashy, when everything's yeah. perfect, everything's going their way, they get it handled on a platter, yeah. they are unbelievable. That's brave. Where it goes it? a bit hard, yeah. the egg comes out yeah. and they're soft-boiled. Yeah, it's brave of you picking on the Suns, Brownie. Mm. <laughs> Made sense, though, didn't it? <laughs> very good, very no, good. So, uh, why don't you pick on Lockie O'Brien? <laughs> right. Thank you,
1: Stevie. Well, I've gone with my bacon uh, this week. It's Jack Sinclair. Yeah, so I think he's having a terrific season. He's one of the most consistent players. He's an all-Australian lock, whether yeah. it be on a half-back flank, playing through the midfield when they need uh, a bit of drive through there. And he's got um, that Joe Dirt haircut. He's got a good haircut. It mm, just yeah. sort of flaps away as he takes a bounce and mm-hmm. dishes, gets a one-two and always uses the ball really well. So player? Sinclair, having yes. a terrific season, you are, you are my bacon. Yep. Uh, for my egg, uh, a player that uh, is has all the talent that Jack Sinclair has, mm. Jade Gresham. So, oh, Jade it. Gresham. Um, mm. I think that, you know, for, for all the talent that he has, he's not producing anywhere near where he needs to to yep. be as a footballer at, at this level. So, I thought oh. he was going to be an A-grade player yep. uh, into the future. Right at the moment, I think he's at the crossroads. Playing more. So, I'm, I'm driving... Um, uh, Jack Sinclair, I'm driving him up the flagpole, as you would say, Jay.
0: <laughs> running, running him up the flagpole. Uh, very good. Future to crossroad, uh, Jay Gresham playing more small forward than midfield where he was last year. Nice segment, Brownie, Bacon all the egg. Now we've got some hard-hitting opinions also on this show, Brownie, and I'm told you are coming off the long run, in, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: You confused about the match review panel and how they come to the adjudications. Are you confused about? how many weeks players get, whether it's Junior Rioli, whether it's James Sicily. So I just feel like, and it's not Michael Christian's fault. Michael Christian I think does it, but he's handed a set of guidelines that he has to go by. So I feel like it needs to be simplified, simplified for everyone. There needs to be rules at the start of the season Mm. and they're set at the start of the season. So there's no crackdowns throughout the season. All of a sudden you Mm. can't tackle anymore because there's a crackdown players are scared to do that. Umpires don't make match day reports. Incidents are watched in real time. They are not watched these are my suggestions, by the way. Incidents are watched in real time, not slow-mo. So you watch them, you can only make a decision in real time. Mm-hmm. And there is no appeal system. Once Michael Christian hands down that, if mm-hmm. it's two weeks, there is no appeal. So we've got to get to the point where there's no appeal, it doesn't drag on all week. So, and what I hate about people is when they come up with <laughs> when they come up with problems and they go, I don't like this or I don't like that, but they don't have a solution. They yeah. don't have something you go, okay, but here's a different option that you go with. You like
0: the fact that you've got a solution.
2: Yeah, and that's my five part solution, but I've also got a solution in making it simpler for Michael Christian. So just these four things, was it intentional or was it an accident? Was it a football action or was it a non-football action? Was it the head or the body? Was the impact low or was the impact hard? So the opposition, the time on the left, accident, football action, you don't get anything. The head, if you're still, hit the head, you do get a a sanction, which is a fine, and then you go to the right. If it's intentional, you're always getting a week. That's if you're reported. Mm -hmm. If it's a non-football action, you're always getting that extra week. If it's in the head and if it's hard, that becomes three weeks. I'll give you two examples Mm -hmm. of how my system would work. James Sicily, where he got three weeks for that tackle when he was rolling on the ground. So I thought that was a football action, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was an accident. He would still get a week for that, Mm -hmm. okay? Also, last week you would look at uh, the Junior Rioli case. He would get two weeks because it wasn't a football action, yeah. and it wasn't an accident. Yeah. Okay, it's a long opinion. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, is. That's a great opinion. Okay. Very good, Nathan. Yeah, that why that don't, spot
1: on. Mate. Hey, Jay, yep. are we any closer to finding a football manager for the AFL who's got to sort sort this sort of stuff out? Uh, process is taking some time. Well, I just there. sorted it out. Uh, no, but that. yeah, but the bosses are actually going to come yeah. in and tell my Christian these are the guidelines now. Yeah. So, we need to I was the uh, newsbreaker Stevie, had if you for can us? understand that graphic,
0: guidelines. email us, please, because we need to digest <laughs> that a little bit more. I wasn't sure with the zeros and the ones. Anyway, very good, Brownie. That has been, in my opinion. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes, very nice, nice work there, Chris. I mean, uh, Brownie, I like that. And that graphic too, that really hit the mark. But we want to talk about this big game. <laughs> one of the biggest rivalries in the football. Adelaide versus Port Adelaide. Uh, Stevie J, uh, your power stiff against Collingwood last week, but do you think they get the chocolates against the Crows?
1: My power? Yes. Yeah, well, I do Ke- love Kenny. Kenny. Love Kenny was one of the biggest influence, yes. influences on my football career. So yes. Yes. I do barrack for the power yes. a little bit. I think they'll be too good for the Crows. You reckon you got half their list there? <laughs> I reckon I'd. Do and, and that's probably one thing I, I wouldn't mind touching on with the power. They their their list manager and I'm not sure who Jason Cripps. It's Jason Cripps. It there deserves is a lot of credit. So mm-hmm. you look at their list and on the weekend they had about eight players uh, on their team from last weekend's game that had been traded in Recycled, and, and, and either yeah. mm-hmm. uh, playing uh, just sort of important role players or superstars that have brought in a Lear O'Lear, who's one of the does key does Kenny backs ask, ask them. you
2: about certain players?
1: Yeah, he does. He asks or you me coached about Leiraleir. Yeah, and I said he'd be a good pickup for you. Finn Lason was another one. He asked me about him. I said, you know what, if you could turn him around and make him uh, be be able to switch on for 100% of game time, he can be a terrific player. Okay, so they're after After Radaglia now. What are you saying? Radaglia? I don't think so. I I don't think uh, Radaglia is in the Geelong team because uh, others are clearly ahead of him, but I don't think he's got much upside, doesn't have the tank, Whereas these other guys are talent. And then they bring in Horn Francis, who's an elite talent. Mm-hmm. They trade to the club. And now their profile mm-hmm. and their list demographic has them sitting there in premiership contention, and they'll be too good for the Crows. He's
2: this got
0: week. Kenny's ear. Like, doesn't he? Isn't Imagine he? that. Have you heard He'll this be up on
1: dais at the end of
2: the season if they win it.
0: 2007 grand final. Stevie, oh. Stevie. Don't call me Stevie, call <laughs> no, me Norm. No, story. Me. He goes Word with that story. a lot. What, and Jordan Dawson, didn't you also try and get him to port?
1: I actually did. Kenny actually <laughs> called me about Jordan <laughs> Dawson. I said, you wouldn't believe this Kenny, he's never played in the midfield. Yes. I guarantee you, this bloke is a ruck rover, so some of the contested stuff we used to do at Sydney footy training, yep. was, he was just elite, mm. but he never got the opportunity to go through the middle of the ground because there was yeah. other guys that, you know, through there and he was more yes. of a half back flanker. Yes. But I did put his name up in lights, I tried to get him to port, but mm. Adelaide... Are you he's sharing a role with Cripper at the moment? <laughs> Well, I haven't had a phone call from Cripper to say thanks, mate, for the the great (laughs) advice. Yes.
0: (laughs) Looking forward to your new segment next week called The Recruiting Files. Hey, what about the Western Bulldogs versus GWS, Stevie? We hear a lot about these two teams don't like each other. Toby Green nearly... Pons and Pally's ear off or whatever uh, happened back in the day. Um, is it real or imagined? This no, it's real. Rivalry?
1: It's real. It hasn't been manufactured. It's, um, they were the Bulldogs in their premiership year beat the Giants uh, in 2016 prelim in yep. Sydney by about a kick. Yep. Uh, I was suspended that day, unfortunately, cool. but um, that, they went right on to win that, that premiership. And then there's been some incidents since since that game where mm. the Giants have come out and gone after particular players, Bond and Pally being one with, which you sort of alluded to then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players don't like each other. Mm. It's clear. It's, um, it's uh, Leon Cameron used to build it up. He was obviously, uh, spent a lot of time at the Bulldogs as a, as a player and a coach and he, um, he wound them right up for those Bulldogs games when
2: I was there. Who mm. wins, Browning? The Bulldogs—they've won six of their last seven at Mars—and uh, the Giants are on uh, a club equal record, six wins in a row at the moment, which is pretty good. Their defensive end is as good as anybody's. It's as yep. good as Collingwood's right now. So exactly. their last six games have been brilliant. But Mars Stadium—I'm going to tip the Bulldogs just because it's at their home ground. Bailey Smith's hundred game, and what about Tom Liberatore, a, a extraordinary be all Australian?
0: Yeah, absolute gun. But he hasn't got the um, credit he's deserved. He
1: wasn't in our Australian team six no, weeks ago but when we definitely, did it. No, he's—he's he's been the biggest. Um, yep. Well, it's not the opposite to a improver. slider, the improver, but yeah. you know, his, his trajectory is going up and up and up. He's been up the the in the competition. No,
0: good work, Stevie. Right, coming up next, it's Pull Your Head In, and we are gonna go deep on the Tigers with Stevie J on In The Coach's Office. This is In The Back Pocket. Yes, welcome back to In The Back Pocket. It's time for Pull Your Head In.
2: So I think the Carlton Football Club should pull their head in because Jack Silvani hasn't been offered a contract yet. I feel like every time I watch Jack Silvani, he is a team player. He's selfless. He gives everything. Mm. That's what Carlton need. You need players like that. So if I'm an opposition club and uh, Jack Silvani comes up, I want him. So mm-hmm. if it is true and they only, I can only go on reports that they haven't offered him that's a true. contract for next year, yep. pull your head in,
0: Isn't them. he a heart and soul man? He's a fabric man. Yep, that's what
1: I believe. Yes, so. All right, Jay, you now, on my on pull your head in. You got a view on Jack? Jack,
0: yeah, I'd, I'd,
1: I'd sign him up for sure. Yeah, uh, very important role player, and the players love uh, having him around the club. Go on. Uh, might pull your head in for local bakeries in the country. So what? I went to, took the family to the bakery the other day. You'd probably think you'd get away with, you know, uh, you know three or four pies and a couple of sausage rolls, maybe a couple of chocolate donuts and. Mm. Yeah, you know, milkshake each probably what out about tickets? forty dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah. These days, a meat pie in the country is about seven dollars fifty, a sausage roll is about six bucks, and milkshake's seven dollars fifty. Now I can I can understand that if you're in South Yarra. Mm. But not in not in uh, Mansfield. <laughs> all right. So you walk away from the bakery, it costs you eighty dollars to take the family to the bakery yeah. and, and have lunch. Something. So mm. lift your game. No. I blame
2: Dan Andrews. Yeah.
1: Mm. Pull your head
2: in. (laughs) Inflation, Steve. It's going to be tough
1: for you to go to a local bakery from now on. Uh... Beechworth, I'll still sneak up there. <laughs> the, even if the prices are a bit inflated, the Beechworth Bakery is one of my favourites. Very good, uh, Stevie. Hey, my
0: might pull your head in is to the Tasmanian naysayers, those protesters who are against the new stadium and the new team. Surely you are kidding yourself. So I think it's a vocal minority, more so than the majority. I think the majority of good Tasmanians want their AFL team. They've been gift-wrapped the 19th licence, uh, all this funding, $600 million funding from government and the AFL. Surely they got there. It would be the greatest own goal mm. In the history no, of Australian sport, if they knocked that back,
2: wouldn't it? Yes. Probably yeah, him. You can't go after Tasmania, though. I've gone after the naysayers in Tasmania. The naysayers. Who are they? Name and name. Bill and Jenny. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Hutchie comes up with a lot of ideas, right? But his idea around the wild card round, he's been pushing that hard. Yes. And then he came up with the idea of getting rid of Harry Mackay. Now, they're two ideas that I can't get around and... Uh, we're heading Hutchie. are heading Archie. Boy, heady, Archie. <laughs> Harry McGill there's been a two-pronged attack for most premiership outfits. So you yep. go back to Lloyd Lucas, Bradshaw Lynch, Hollow, Lachlan, yep. Franklin Rufford, even your team, you've got um Hawkins and Mooney, Kennedy yeah. Darling, yep. um, Brown and McDonald a couple of years ago. It's a duo. Yeah, you need a duo, you need a dynamic duo. Hush. Come on, Hutch. Yeah, I like
1: that. Hutchy just uh, took over another sporting team. I like
2: that. I like the Jeez. fact that he's taken this over a, netball. I like the fact in. that he has. Uh, Hutch, have a crack. I love that. Mm, yeah. But pull your head in on the
1: Mackay. On Mackay. the wild card, too. All right, my, my next pull your head in is for mm. a man over in England who no Australian likes mm. right at the moment. It's Piers Morgan. So I just want to take you back to Nick uh, a tweet that he wrote mm. back in uh, November 2013. Wouldn't it be truly ironic if rain saves a test match for England? And um, he says down there to Darren Lyons, "I'm dancing in LA, willing it to fall." And then double standards. Yes, he's over here on the right, and just without reading it right through, hypocrisy. He, exactly right, Jay. So a uh, hypocrite. Let, let, he, let he's, <laughs> he's actually sorry. He's actually saying how England should win, should have won the Test match. It's just, it's not fair, yep. and it's just cricket. Sometimes the Aussies deserve yep. to be up two one. Yep. They win the next Test. It's, it's a walkover. It's, it's an easy, it's a 3-1 victory. So I hope we get it done so I can hear more of his soaking. So yep. pull your head in, Piers. I know you're watching. I like it. It <laughs>
0: took a while to get there, but well done, uh, Stevie J. My last one is for soccer divers, men and women. You know, they get in- ankle tapped or hit on the foot, and they go down and they, they clutch their head. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's anatomically impossible for your head to hurt <laughs> after you've been kicked in the big toes. So divers, with you rolling around and you're in agony and all that sort of stuff, stop it. You're on notice. That has been pull your head in now the magnificence of steve johnson he is the latter leading coach of the Yarrawonga pigeons doing magnificent things in the ovens and murray football league and we want to go deep diving on the tigers on in the coach's office
1: okay so i just want to show you guys a little bit of a look at what uh the Tigers have been able to do under Andrew McQualter versus what they were like under Damien Hardwick and where the improvement has come from. So Mm. if we look at this graphic here, the scores per inside 50, they went from rounds one to 10 under Hardwick. They were ranked 18th in the competition. They couldn't get a score on the board. They were going at something like 35% efficiency going inside 50. Under McQuilter's tenure, they've gone to first from rounds 11 to 19. So there's been a major shift in the way that they've moved the ball inside 50. Based on that stat, yep. the, the stat at the bottom, okay, it's it's a lot of their scores have come from stoppage differential, so they've been able to take the ball away from stoppage and score. There's there's a major improvement there. Like that. And if you look at that middle statistic, so scores from turnover differential, that's where most teams yeah. will get their improvement with their scoring. That's the model. Why way. do you why do you think that that might have actually gone backwards, Jay? You, you, you give me mm. um, why are they uh, how they potentially off the have turn-over. gone backwards. Oh, they're well, they
2: are limited on time, so. Just tell us.
0: Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> and they put more talent into the centre square, dusty, etc.
1: No, so they're scoring from stoppage are going inside 50 and scoring at 50% efficiency, which means they're getting less opportunity to score off turnover because every second time they go inside, uh, they're scoring. Mm. So that stat is actually yes. uh, decreased, but it's actually yeah. a good thing. Do so you think
0: they'd do any damage if they made it to September, Richmond?
1: Oh, I think they're capable. I mean, if they're able to get Tom Lynch back, I'm not sure if that's certainly done. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, It'll be hard for yeah, them, I don't but, think they can beat Melbourne. But I, I think it. you know, whether it's McQualter that continues to get the job um, going forward or an, a, a coach coming in, he's got, a, he's got a great list to work
0: with going forward. Josh Carr, another candidate. But if McQualter can steer the Tigers to a win over Melbourne, that would be a huge fill-up for him. Well done, Stevie. That is in the coach's office. <laughs> Yes, nice work on the Tigers. Big opportunity for Andrew Qualter and his men. But Brownie, you think Melbourne are shoe-ins.
2: Why is that? Well, they've won their last three, the Tigers, and they had to come from the clouds to beat the Hawks. Mm. Before that, I didn't think they played that well against West Coast over there. They won by 38 points, but they didn't play that well. And then Sydney, they had to come from the clouds to beat Sydney as well. Sydney jumped them before that. They got beaten by 80 points by Brisbane. So Melbourne, and lever in the back end. Mm. I think they just dominate that game. What do you think, Stevie?
1: <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Why are you laughing when you ask me a because question, Dave? Because you've been
0: buying Melbourne stock yeah, for weeks. now I
1: think if they can get enough supply, and Oliver's yep. still to come back into that team. Gorn's gone mm. to another level when he's mm. uh, one out in the ruck. Uh, Petraka four to the footy, wasn't as good last Mm -hmm. week, but then Pickett was able to stand up. They love that chaos ball coming inside 50, Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't matter who's down there last week, they were just able to generate such energy and excitement around the way they played, and still think that they can be a contender come finals time.
0: Yeah, and that ruck structure, key forward structure, is intriguing. Ben Brown, I think he only had six possessions last week, so Brady Grundy, keeping the pressure on. Right, $100 play. Brandy, how did you go last week?
2: Absolutely terrible, as you can see there. Max I made twelve dollars
0: for the. Year. We we're twenty get rounds in. And I it was made about 12, six
2: or seven hundred. So I've had oh. a bad five or six weeks, which mm. is pretty disappointing. Um, as you can see, Stevie uh, bombed out as well. But you on the slot. I'm going to have to go big. I'm going to have to go big this week. So I am chips in. So this is where I've landed. Tom Libretto 25 plus disposals. Toby Green to kick two. Noah Anderson, Connor Rosey, and Lance Franklin. You've swung for the fence there. What about you, Stevie?
1: Yeah, I was a little bit stiff last week. Two of those players missed by one possession. But anyway, that's that's the nature of the beast. Like they could be so this week, up. I've gone for yeah. a decent uh, odds multi as well. Collingwood Fusing. and Dacos. Geelong and Jeremy Cameron to kick a couple. Toby Green, I think he'll kick a couple in Ballarat against the Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisbane head-to-head and Joe Danaher to kick two because he's in very good form.
0: Ah, very good. You boys have been absolutely fantastic today. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on In the Back Pocket. We'll catch you next week.
1: You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.